Hello and welcome to Glitch Cube, we're a gaming podcast, and each week we take a deeper look into the art of video games. As always, I'm Christian. I'm Chris. And thank you guys for joining us once again as we dive into the world of video games. And today we are bringing back a classic, one of our favorite pastimes here at Glitch Cube. We are going to be doing our We Make a Game series once again. We hope you guys are enjoying them as much as we are because these are actually really fun. Uh, it's just nice to get the brain moving and driving with some of these weird ideas that we come up with based on the prompts that are given to us. So for instance, today we are using let's make a game.net once again to get some ideas like genre, rule, setting, and theme. There might be certain things that we omit from those choices, but that's okay. That's part of the creative process. The other one that we use pretty often as well is the BAFTA one uh, for game idea generators. They're pretty cool. They got some good stuff, uh, but we are going to be diving through both of those to see what kind of crazy things we can come up with and who knows we might have some really cool hidden gems here but i'm pretty excited so you ready to start thinking <laughs> start let's do this let's right. let's jam some games yeah let's, let's let's get that peanut butter and game jam going that was dumb all right <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to just spin the wheel and see what happens. Let's spin that wheel. All right. So for my first game here, ooh, I like this one. And this is, this is interesting. All right. So the genre is a battle royale. I know, played out a little bit. There's a lot of them going on. But the rule is it's an expanding world, and it is set in a Western theme. Ooh, I like this one. This is cool. Like this is old Wild West, just playing through that idea where you just go, it's a lawless land. You just say, hey, this is my territory, right? Like you're just trying to expand your reach, your boundaries, things like that, your strength as the world keeps expanding. And it's considering it's a battle royale situation, like I feel like that would be pretty crazy, right? Like maybe you get dropped off in one town shed and it's like 50 players and everybody now has to go out and expand and as they're traveling that's expanding the world itself but you can still attack those players if you choose to and maybe get some bounty or some some good stuff out of it i don't know this this could be a, a pretty different way of setting up a battle royale i kind of like that i'm thinking Maybe more in line with like Tarkov, right? Where you're in a whole wild west desert, right? Huge, expansive, you know, there's towns like, imagine like Red Dead Redemption 2, big mm. map. You can go anywhere. Um, and like Tarkov, it's less about that quick battle royale kind of gameplay. It's more of that like, I'm going to build up my collectives and try to be more careful you know like it's a it's a really different kind of game on that style and mm -hmm. i'm thinking in a western setting it'd be really cool because think about it you'd have to be a lot more careful because there's not like a whole lot of buildings or trees to hide behind like imagine you're just going through like a desert and there's like no cover like mm -hmm. I don't 
there weren't sniper rifles back in the Wild West, but I mean, there were rifles. So, I mean, to an extent, someone could snipe you from a mountain or look like out for a that cliff. Winchester. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, it'd be really cool because I'm thinking, like, I'm trying to think of the expanding part. And I'm like thinking, maybe it's kind of like what Fortnite does, where like every few seasons they kind of like change the map. Like, that's what I'm thinking maybe Expanding World is. Or it could be where the longer the match... Ooh, what if instead of a gas ring that every BR does, what if it was something different? What if... Hmm, I was almost thinking, what if the world crumbles away behind you? But... If it's ever expanding, instead of a circle, what if the world almost creates like a funnel, right? Like a triangle where you, there's a certain direction of the map that you're gonna, like the the safe spot will be. And Mm -hmm. as the longer you play, you know, it'll slowly start going in a certain direction but maybe that part of the map was inaccessible in the beginning like the early stages what if that's like civilization's growth right so as the civilization like Hmm. as time progresses people like the npcs or whatever are just naturally going to be spreading out and building up new townships new cities new areas like expanding from that one central point so but maybe a player Mm. can put down like a a a land claim in a certain area and that that populates like a a 50 you know a 50 mile radius or whatever right like depending on the size of the map of course which i think it could be infinite if it's ever expanding but maybe that'll call npcs there which will then generate like little homes and maybe like supply depots or something random like that or like uh, what if every since it is the wild west uh, maybe everyone has the ability to prospect for gold as well so if you find like Hmm. a gold vein then you like that's obviously going to build up a huge town there and then all of a sudden that's where the rare weapons are right that's where you're going to get your crazy loot and some really heavy hitting stuff but people are going to be notified to the fact that a new settlement is being built because of a or like maybe it'll be like a an event right like if instead of an airdrop it's like gold rush and like all of a sudden the population is like rushing to that area but that means that it's going to be heavily populated. Like you might have better cover, but there's going to be better loot, but there's a higher chance of people showing up there as well. I think going on that. So say you're all bounty hunters, right? And when you kill someone, you get money. I mean, that's like most battle royals do that. Yeah. And, or you can mine for gold. Like basically there's two kind of ways to make money in the game. And, I know Fortnite kind of has it where you can put like your gold towards like a kind of like research for a weapon and stuff for Mm. that season. And I was thinking with there's certain plot points around the map 
where a settlement could be built. And basically, character or people could donate money to that, right? Mm-hmm. So, say if you you killed a bunch of bounties, you could turn that money in. It builds up the the town. And I mean, I do I'm like thinking, that. I'm thinking, you know, the map will still shrink eventually, right? Because you can't just keep it. Well, no, Tarkov. I don't think the map shrinks. I think it's more just like you I need mean, to kill everybody on the map. As far as like america right like it, it, you're expanding from east coast to west coast i think that could be the size of the map itself what i'm thinking oh that'd be huge i'm thinking huge, like yeah i'm thinking just like characters like people could donate their gold they get per match to a settlement plot and it'll build up basically so like say you know how i think you get like what five minutes ten minutes between each like circle shrinking in the battle royale usually about instead you know yes the map could shrink too if it wanted to but each time it did that the city would get bigger right so say if you maxed out that plot point you know it's gonna be a big bustling town there's a lot of cover you can buy weapons there you can buy armor you can buy health you know and um that's a lot more cover. If you wanted to make it difficult, you could add a law system in the game. Mm-hmm. So, say if you get in a shootout in the city or the town, the, the law enforcement will get involved and attack both of you. Mm, I like that. What if it's a like, like you said, outside of the game, you can get new weapons, new equipment, things like that, but you have to drop off your earnings at a settlement that has a bank, right? So it needs to be a big enough one. So there's that risk that you need to go to a big enough settlement to deposit your earnings. And then you can continue on that way. But then if you die in transit or another player takes you out while you're holding on to your gold or your money, then obviously they can pick it up and do the same thing. Or once again, kind of adding on to that even more, uh, someone can go and try and rob the bank in which your money is being held. So it kind of forces you to like you want to explore, you want to go to these new areas to get more money, more loot and get out there. But at the same time, once you pick like a home base to drop off your funds while that game is being played, like you need to kind of protect that area. Now, the one thing I'm curious about, like, what is win condition here? Right? Like with Battle Royale, it's last man standing usually. So what is is it still last man standing, even though the world is growing exponentially? Because that might take a while or is it a timer right like you got 30 minutes to try and gather as much resources and funding as possible uh and try not to die like is that the the one condition is just match time i like the bank idea because that could be where you deposit the money and mm-hmm. ooh, ooh, um hmm I had this really great idea. Oh, because this world is so big, you know, in a sense, like, I'm thinking, what if, because like you said, it'd be a big world and obviously one life, one, you know, one death, it would, it'd be over pretty quickly, right? That's the point of them. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I guess that's where I'm kind of thinking like Tarkov, where if you die, you, you respawn, but you just lose all your equipment, right? Okay. And I'm thinking... 
that would work in this kind of world. Cause then that way, like the towns, like say you deposit all this money, you get sniped and it's like, okay, like that wasn't really fun. You know, mm-hmm. you spawn back, you have to buy, find new equipment. I'm thinking maybe like a match or server wipe happens. Maybe like every week, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like it's not hard to level up these settlements, right? Like it's it's fast, but not like fast, fast. But right. after a week, like you could have a majority of things built up, majority of the players, like basically give each player a set amount of stock, right? For lives, like give each character five lives, and if they permanently, like if after they die five times, they're permanently out. Mm. They're gone from the server. They have to play another match. Um, like that'd be kind of cool. I it, it definitely would make it a little more hardcore. I I would actually probably enjoy it because it'd be cool to like, you know, in the beginning it's going to be crazy because there's really no cover aside from maybe some rocks and mm-hmm. you know all and that kind of junk dropped in the same area. Yeah, it's like it. It would just be kind of cool, you know. Like it'd be. And there's just barely any Western kind of games out there like that. So yeah, could be I'd be all over it. Could be interesting. It's a, it's a, I think we spend a little bit longer than I thought. And it's actually a pretty good one. <laughs> I know. I like that one a lot. Yeah, that could be a lot of fun. All right. Well, let's, let's get the ball rolling. Let's keep, let's keep this momentum going. Why don't you go ahead and spin that wheel and see what comes up? All right. Spinning. Spinning that wheel of fortune. Mm-hmm. All right. So I got Metroidvania, mm-hmm. running out of power, mythology, and tragedy. Ooh. I like I like this one. I like this one a lot, actually. I think I- the hardest thing I'm thinking about this is which region of mythology. True. I mean, you can go just like classic what's kind of expected and do like greek mythology where yeah the gods get or like one you play as a god that gets taken out of olympus and your powers are being sapped away from you like think hercules or maybe this is the story of hercules right like but you are a god and you get your ability slowly drained from you as you're progressing through and the story itself is that you know you fell in love with a mortal and the gods are not happy and hercules is fighting his way through to keep that love happening there's the tragedy aspect of it but i love the fact that it's Mm. like a metrovania because metrovanias are classically the reverse of this you start with absolutely nothing and then as you progress you basically become a god with all the weapons and abilities and things like that that you have i i really like this idea and actually not thinking about it more it sounds a lot like the game that I made for my final project at school with Alzheimer's. Mm. So whenever you start a new level, you have a different set of abilities because you might have forgotten some of the other ones and you can slowly start getting those back. But every level you go into, you don't know what you're going to forget. Right. So like, I kind of like the idea of hindering mm. the player to create creative situations and creative solutions for them. So maybe in the beginning, they're able to move that big boulder 
but towards the end of the game, they might not have enough strength. So how else are you going to accomplish this? And of like, I think it would be important game design wise to give players that ability to still move those things or accomplish those goals. It just might be harder to do so because the issue that I do see with this game, which I, I still really love this idea, is that the level design might have to get simpler and simpler as the game goes on and that might get kind of boring right because towards the end of a game you want to well, be able to reach a climax right so how how do you balance the loss of your abilities that way so i'm thinking this right like when you fight the boss of the area right you lose a power so you know you're strong you're fast you can triple jump you can do all that kind of junk you know, as time goes on, say in the beginning of the game, you could just attack a boulder and it would go out of your way. Mm -hmm. Now, at the end of the game, you lost your strength. So now, instead of just being able to attack and break something, you have to do a puzzle. Mm. Yeah. So now you have to do these different levers and all this kind of stuff, and then the boulder moves. You know, I think... Around most things, you could probably just do puzzles to get around it. I feel like a lot of people might hate that because I think unless you put puzzles player, throughout the game. Be, I think having it in the beginning would be important, right? At least so that the player's used to that idea. So whenever they approach something like the boulder, for instance, as our example, the player can either smash right through it or they can complete the puzzle to accomplish that same goal. So it's not a surprise later on that all of a sudden now there's puzzles. So, like, you give the ability of feeling ultimate strength and just destroy everything in front of you, and but they're not surprised by the fact that these other alternatives are there from the get-go. So someone could do a full no-strength run, right, for instance, and just mm -hmm. play through the game that way and have it set up that way. So that, that way you don't have to change the level design. Nothing has to get simplified as it goes on because those solutions have been baked in from the beginning. But you gave the player the ability to smash something, they're going to smash it, right? So yeah. I, I think that's that could be really interesting. I really like this idea, though. What if you're just losing, like, health or magic over time, right? So say, like, your spells, you know, until you fight the next boss you'll run out of MP. So then basically it just comes down to how good are you at dodging and attacking? Like I'm thinking like, mm. I was going to say dark Souls, something like maybe blasphemous where it's like, you know, like say you can have magic in the beginning, but like over time until you fight the next boss, you run out of MP you can't use your easy magic unless you like rushed it to the boss. Mm. Once you beat the boss, you regain your MP and then it starts ticking away back down again um, until you fight the next boss. So like with magic, you're really strong, right? You can access secret areas. You can attack enemies like maybe one shot or two shot, you know, Maybe one shot just because if it's constantly going down, that would be unfair. Right. Um, I don't know. Like, I think that would be kind of interesting. That like, would be cool. Like, so it kind of creates a timer situation. So you want to get through the levels fast. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Because it's like, 
I hate being rushed, but in that sense, it would make it interesting. I feel like I've played a game that kind of had a mechanic where if you took too long, it would hurt you. Hmm. But I can't think of it. The only mm. thing I can ever think of in these kind of games is like uh, Thirty Second Hero or whatever. Mm. Yeah, or One Minute Hero. That game was always kind of cool. Oh, I was thinking too. Like, what about like how do we set this up thematically, right? And what if as you're playing through, maybe you're since it's mythology, you're a god, right? And there is a new big bad out there that is has broken the seven seals of some blah 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 thing right it's bad video game lore but you guys understand that (laughs) (laughs) so you need to then replace the whatever it is right like maybe it's the orbs of power and there's seven orbs of power that close off this seal once again but only a god can place the seals into it so humanity is trying to fight this you're trying to protect humanity but as you put a seal in or one of the orbs, it takes a little bit of your godlike power. And that's why only gods can do this, because it's taking part of your life force to actually approach the seal and put the orb back in. So as you're going through, you're losing more and more of what it means to be a god. And you're becoming more and more human as you do it. So you can have some like interesting aspects there too with dialogue and stuff like that where it's like oh i feel things right like and what does it mean to be human versus what does it mean to be a god is it really are they really a benevolent being are they a true savior like what what is this right and Mm. to also show that humans can be brave too because by the end of it like you're putting in the last seal as soon as you put that in you have no more godlike being like, you don't have any more of those abilities. It's the last seal, but you're facing off against the final boss here. But you are a human, and you must accomplish this goal. So who is the real hero here, right? Like, do you need to be a god to be a hero? No. So, like, I think there could be a really cool message baked in behind this as well and a really interesting conversation had there. That's deep. Yeah, I like that. Ooh. All right, you ready for some other games? Maybe we can dive into something else here. Yeah, you got to kick that wheel. All right, let's kick it. Let's let's kick that wheel. And yeah, all right, kicked. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what about this? So I'm going to just take a couple here, Uh, but a roguelike with inconvenient Mm. superpowers. (laughs) Oh, boy. I like this kind of like i'm I'm a sucker for weird superpowers ever since my hair academia first introduced me to that concept itself where everybody or almost everybody has a quirk right if you haven't seen that show or read the manga it's it's a great show i love it but the every most people have some sort of ability and on the surface a lot of them seem silly <laughs> and like they probably wouldn't be good for anything Uh, But it's a matter of how you use it, which I think is interesting. And I think that could lead us down an interesting path with this one. Like, I mean, gosh, one of the heroes is Blue Genist. And he has, like, genes over his face. But he can control gene fabric, like, telepathically, which is weird. But, like, it's weird powers like that, (laughs) where it's like, oh, 
What? But he's able to twist it to be something really interesting. So let's say, obviously, roguelike, there's different, like, every time you die, you come back with something else or nothing or whatever it may be. But with this, every time you die, you come back with a new ability. And some abilities might be better than others or more, like, on the surface, look like better ones. But you need to still figure out how to get through this thing with that strange power attached. I, I think that could be really fun and a good like little puzzle aspect added to the roguelike itself. Was there anything else to it sounds a lot like rogue legacy to me, kind of like how you can get some kind of benefits. Oh yeah. But then there's true. also like some inconvenient where like the map is upside down and the screen's black. But so it'd there's... be cool mm-hmm. in a three D world. So there's a couple other kind of things with this. It, I didn't say the other two parts, but it's uh the setting is mafia and the theme is a satire. So I don't know. Like, the mafia part might be able to play into it, right? Like you think Godfather the game, you're trying to make your way up, but you have a weird superpower every time you're a new family member trying to get up in this family. Yeah. Interesting. I think there could be something to that. It's it's a little bit of a weird one, <laughs> but I don't know. That or you're fighting the mafia. Mm. Right? So say like... I mean, I guess it makes more sense if you are with the mafia. Because if you die, some other runt takes over. Um, Yeah, you just become another goon that's trying to work your way up. It could be like you're an opposing mafia. And, you know you're fighting them and then who knows maybe later on you're like i don't want to fight them anymore i'm gonna do my own thing you know and it's like Mm. that's the satire right he doesn't want to do it at all you know i'm totally missing the point of the satire but uh that's fine (laughs) it's like i don't know it'd be kind of cool like i love that mechanic of rogue legacy where it's like you get some cool ones and then you get some really inconvenient powers. And that's like, I mean, yeah, sometimes when that happens to me, I'll just die so I can like not have to put up with it, but it's still a cool gimmick. Like I, yeah, I like that little added difficulty that is thrown on to you. And it's just, it's always kind of cool. You know, it's interesting how they can kind of screw with a player. Um, but it'd be cool to see this like in a 3D world because, you know, it, it it's easy to do like pixel and 2D, but make this like, you know, say like Hades or something like something that's like isometric. And I don't know, it'd be kind of cool. I don't know. Say like your head is overly big, so you it's easier for you to get headshotted. Like it, it just be like fun to do different kind of powers. Yeah. That'd be weird. Or it's like you have slippery palms. <laughs> You're not a good thief. So now you got to figure out a new way of accomplishing goals, right? Like you got to get people to do it for you. So you need to boost your charisma stats or whatever it may be. Or everything you steal, you have a 50% chance of being successful. I mean, I guess it's already like, okay, so you have a 
75, you know, you have a 25% chance of it being successful if you have slippery hands. Oh, I like that. I like that. So it just gives you like weird little stats that just kind of mess with you or they can help you, right? Maybe uh, the vice versa or the opposite side of that, it's like, oh, you're a sticky bandit. (laughs) So anytime you (laughs) grab something, then all of a sudden, like you have a 100% chance of just holding on to loot while running. Right. Or if someone hit, like tackles you, you don't drop anything. It's something like that because it's stuck to you <laughs> quite literally. Like, I think that could be pretty interesting or kind of silly. Or it's like a maybe uh, what would be another funny one for like a mafia setting? I like the term sticky bandit. Yeah. Home alone, man. <laughs> it's the sticky bandits. <laughs> <laughs> they just put tape on their hands. <laughs> it's pretty funny uh because i'm trying to think of like a like a mental game one like what would be like a mental ability that would be kind of inconvenient but really interesting mental huh Mm -hmm. i'm thinking almost kind of like an internal darkness kind of thing where your vision might get a little like like you your anxiety goes up and it's like your character say some games where you know you move and you have paralysis on you and it makes your character stop for a second even though like you're still pressing what if like your character gets anxiety from a boss like say that's your trait right you get your character has anxiety and you go fight a boss and you are afraid to swing sometimes like basically mm. you'll try to do an action or a movement and it'll just it'll kind of like be paralysis almost like you'll stop or you could also make it where your character is just weaker because you're more anxious i like that that could be pretty funny what about you you have a mental ability in which you know that somebody has lied to you but only after they have lied to you so like in the damn in in the moment you don't know right like it's like you're just having conversation with somebody you still have to go through those actions but then after the conversation has happened and maybe that that scene is finished then you get insight and it's like oh crap he did lie to me damn it (laughs) and i agreed to do this job son of a bitch right like (laughs) like i think that could be a weird one that gets thrown into it it's like the mean girls thing like she can tell when it's raining but only when it's raining like <laughs> wow what yeah. if you were stuck with tiny feet so every it, if you if your character sprints if he falls over <laughs> often i like that i like that <laughs> what if you have uh dizzy spells so every once in a while your controls get uh inverted Oh, hell no. That's me uninstalling that game. That would be tough to deal with. That's you going through and dying as fast as possible (laughs) to get get a new ability. Yeah. I don't know. I I think that could be, uh, there could be something there. It could be something interesting to kind of expand on. I don't know. Uh, Maybe, yeah, what do you got next for us? Let's see. Let's get this going. 
I got City Builder, Start Small, Modern Day, and Revenge. I'm thinking. That's actually the part that sold me. So, you know, obviously it's modern day. So, you just tried to purchase. Or no, screw that. You weren't trying to purchase, right? You are living in this town. And some big dude comes in wanting to build a big warehouse, take over and build a city, right? He's going to call it Starfield or some bullshit, right? <laughs> um, and uh, you're like, hell no, that that dude ain't going to take this. Like The Presidio you, 2. <laughs> you, you, you take, you buy some land, right? You're like, I'm going to. I'm going to do it small. I'm going to do a little co-op, right? You're going to, you build, you buy some land, you build some apartments, you're, you're, you're getting there, right? But now you realize, like, you want to, like, get revenge against that dude that bought your land and kicked you off of it. Because mm-hmm. now you have the power. You can control land, too. So, what do you do? You build a better city, and you sabotage theirs. How do you sabotage, you ask? Well, there's many ways. There's the discreet kind, where you can share water pumps and pipes with them, Mm -hmm. and you can, say, turn it off on them, clogging up all their bathrooms and sinks. You can release the sewage to their intake, so all their water is sewage. Oh, God. <laughs> and, you know, they will be able to attack your city, too. Um, this is the more, like, silent approach, right? Say you could have a crop duster fly over and drop, like, freaking... Pesticide uh, crap all over everyone. Um, pesticides on the housing area. Yeah, like yeah. You, you can. That's the more direct, right? Obviously, direct too. Taking revenge, you could just hire people to like car bomb like a house or something. Like you can, you can do anything you want to get revenge. Of course, you you know it's the moral compass, right? Do you want to go the aggravated route and be looked at as like some tyrannical like mayor, mm-hmm. or do you want to look as like the nice guy who? Has a bunch of hitmen secretly, like <laughs> so. Just I don't a know, politician, I kinda, yeah. <laughs> exactly. This is this is lifelike. Um, I don't know. This would be kind of fun. Like it's like Sim City, but oh, I just got it. I just got it. I got a good one with some I war. I got a good one. All right, it's what? real estate tycoon. So you are a new up and coming real estate agent who is trying to help set up this new area, right? And another real estate agent is encroaching on your area. So now you have to become the better real estate agent. You make the cheesiest ads. You get them on every bus, every billboard. And then they're defacing your billboards too. Like you can sabotage that kind of stuff. Like you mm-hmm. have to you have to just become ultimate real estate cheese ball to sell as much property, build up your area, and expand your growth as it is. Oh gosh, I, I think like it'd be that. really funny as like a real estate agent video game. I'm thinking like you could be kind of shady, like a Better Call Saul kind of thing, where you're like, yeah, yeah. It, you're just like 
a slime bucket mayor. I, I love it. You know, it's like, it, it'd be fun. It'd be, it, it'd be interesting if you can make it where it, like, goes beyond just another rival city, but I'm pretty sure, like, you could build the game up to the point where it's, like, it's hard enough trying to take down that one person, but maybe there's DLC where it's, like, your old bully from high school is a real estate agent. <laughs> yeah. And now you're going <laughs> to kick his ass financially. Like. Yeah. That's how you it'd get be your cool. I like that. I, I, I really like this idea. Like, fuck you're it. Let's make a, a city builder. <laughs> you're the nerdy kid in high school. And the jock is now the new real estate agent on the block. What are you going to do? <laughs> We're going to hire some prison guards and we're going to make them flip the switches and let all the prisoners run in their city. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's some crazy sabotage. We're and gonna... then you find a warlock to summon a tornado. <laughs> oh, my God. You go Just to the homeless and give them drugs so they run rampant in the city. Yeah, instead of pesticides, it's Agent Orange that you're dumping processing <laughs> on the <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Oh, gosh. Uh, th that could be really funny. I think that would be a really, really funny situation in the game. Like, <laughs> like and uh, I don't even know what other weird things you would get into, right? Like, maybe, oh, you think it's a good idea to put up a theme park to start getting more people involved and going there. And then the dude, like, sabotages the theme park itself by going and, like, peeing in the wave pool and stuff, right? Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> just bad yelp reviews oh my gosh there could be a whole section for just bad yelp reviews to try and get like the restaurants in their area to seem like crap while your restaurants are good <laughs> it'd be like that would be like the social panel mm -hmm. like there'd be so many different like i'm thinking like how SimCity has those different panels for different issues you could so do that with the different ways you want to sabotage and i'm thinking like what if, oh, you kind of gave me an idea a minute ago of what you were saying, too. Damn, I lost it. <laughs> Sorry. That's a good one. That would be really funny. Interesting. Yeah, I need, I need this in my life. <laughs> like, I think this could be the next big hit. I mean, look at RimWorld. Look at all those. I mean. Yeah. Nothing really has it where you're like actively sabotaging. Oh yeah, I remember now. In order to make this where we don't get in trouble for, you know, giving people ideas, you make the the citizens and characters goofy looking. Right? Oh, yeah. Like I don't know, make them sea monkeys or something. Like, I don't know, like just something that way it's when actually they're just ant farms. <laughs> yeah, it's like, ant farms. That way when you're like causing a huge flooding you just see like little ants being drowned and not humans right right so you're not giving people idea to go out and vandalize and stuff like that that's smart it's smart yeah yeah i like i like this idea I like well i guess i know what i'm learning to build <laughs> i would be really excited to see that built that'd be really funny All what right. do you got for us let's spin the wheel to find out Okay, so I have, for genre, I have painting game. 
Uh, the rule death is good. It's set in the distant future, and it is a battle of wits. Hmm. hmm. This one's interesting. Like at first, it's kind of weird. Like genre being a painting game. There's not really like a lot of painting games out there, uh, so it's kind of a weird one to go off of. But the death is good aspect. I'm I'm trying to find like there's there has to be like a pretty good connection between those two. Hmm. What if okay? Here we go. What if you are a painter? <laughs> it's a painting game. You're a painter. Go figure. Uh, but most painters don't get popular until after death. So maybe this is another similar to maybe like a roguelike-ish kind of game where you play as a painter, you're making your art, you're trying to get as successful as possible, get your name out there. So maybe that's like the battle of the wits, right? Like you're mm -hmm. you're figuring out the the trends and trying to get the stats in the right area and then you die, but you need to die in a very creative and imaginative way so that you're remembered and your paintings become more and more successful. So the more influence you had in life while you were alive, the greater value you have in your death. And that'll be the score at the end of that cycle. And then you can start a new cycle going into it where you are now the next up and coming artist in the wake of the previous artist that was there. So, you know, that style of painting is popular right now, but it might not be the new thing. So you can go in and be a completely different kind of artist coming into it, right? Like maybe your first cycle, you are a portrait painter or Renaissance style painter. And then the next cycle, you're a graffiti hmm. artist and you're trying to get that going. And maybe you can mix a couple things here and there or even play like a pay homage to previous cycles ago where you use figures or little subject matter from the previous artist to gain like nostalgia points and hope that he the artist still has enough pull in your current cycle to make that art piece popular could be interesting i'm curious about, like how I, the only thing i'm having trouble with is seeing the actual gameplay like what does that actually look like so i'm thinking it to me you could probably take a uh, past part out i'm i'm thinking i'm saying that name right where you basically can make your own painting right in the game like you can I figure out about that game yeah you could draw anything and people will come to you you know you're a starving artist right so you make your painting and then you got to come up with a extreme or interesting way to die right like you have to create a few paintings right you can't just make a one hit wonder mm -hmm. um you got to think of a cool way to die and then once your character quote unquote dies you know you see the results of your painting right like i mean you're obviously successful if someone throws a tomato soup can at it. So, you know, <laughs> that could happen. But um, it'd be really cool. I kind of like this because it's like you have to, if you, if your death isn't interesting enough or 
you know, say your paintings don't do well enough when you quote unquote die, then it's game over, right? Mm-hmm. That's the roguelike element to it where if it's not successful enough, it's done. If you are successful enough, either you could, I think maybe this would be like the added challenge where you could continue to make paintings under your name and then like they can be, you know, found Mm. Uh, and then released or that's when you start a new character or you start uh, you you do a different painting and like you know you start over you do another a name and you do your art that way like obviously you can't just keep going with the same character forever unless like there has to be a limit how many times you can pull the oh this was found like in an ad I mean Tupac's still doing it, so. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could have a hologram segment in there. <laughs> That'd be funny. Oh, what if it actually uses AI art generators so that it can be a little bit more approachable for all players, even the ones that probably don't want to do, like, MS Paint, right? Like, that kind of oh, style. Oh, that's kind of cool. So you're an artist, and how you generate your artwork is through AI art generators, so it actually looks like art and something interesting there. And then maybe you can add in the whole NFT aspect of it, right? Like the painting is super popular. Maybe you can try and sell it, right? Like, I don't know. I think there could be something Hmm. with that. But I think I like the idea of adding in the AI art aspect. That could be fun. Because we've been playing with that a lot. (laughs) It's a lot of fun. It'd be cool because it's like, I don't know. Like you said, like I look at past part on I'm like, yeah, I could draw like, a smiley face you know like i'm i'm not a great drawer i can i can draw a penis on there and people will be like this art sucks yeah and my character dies you know it's like i'm not i'm not the best so it'd be cool to be able to use that ai function i mean it doesn't have to be like super detailed either it can be still goofy looking you know yeah, it could be a like play a on the ai yeah yeah i like that idea He could call it, because obviously if you're in the Renaissance era, right, um, AI doesn't exist. So basically your painter would tap into their, I don't know, they would astral project. And then that's when the AI art would be created. Uh, They get into the flow state. And they're able to The flow state. Yeah. I like that. I like Like that. Maybe that's like a... Before you make the painting, there is the inspiration part right where you're looking for your muse and it could be like thought bubbles above your character's head and you type in random words like maybe a max of five random words to pull from as inspiration and then it does a little cut to where you see the back of your character fiercely like throwing paint at a canvas and whatever and then he steps to the side and there's your ai generated art but it's done through the lens of it being uh, pulled from the muse that or the inspirations that you've input yourself right i think that could be Mm -hmm. kind of cool that'd be a fun little way of doing it i don't know something interesting there and yeah like i said it would be a lot more approachable for people i think that's one of the big problems with some of the painting games themselves is that not everyone's going to gravitate to it because not everyone feels like they can make art. So with this, you just type in some words and you kind of have fun with it. 
Oh, maybe uh, a faster. Have a little too. museum for your art too. Oh, yeah. that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Huh. All right, so I think we we've got some really good ones here, and I feel like every time we do this, we get more and more amazing games out there, uh, or at least game ideas themselves. So, like always, if you hear anything that you actually enjoyed this episode and you want to make a game of your own, please do. We want to see it. We want to play it. We want to check it out. And like we always say, too, we really want to get back into or start making some games of our own. And we really need to start pulling from some of these great ideas that we have because we have quite a few now stacked up here. But anyway, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening and hope you enjoyed our We Make a Game series once again. And we will talk to you guys next week. But until then, bye for now.